Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience and the Challenge Chronicles. We are here to talk Challenge Global Championship pairs, what we think, who should you be betting on. So let's kick it away. Who wants to who wants to explain their reasoning behind how they're ranking these pairs? Not me. Right, well, do we want to start from the bottom or the top? Start from the bottom. Let, do, we can start from the bottom. Do we want to do this how we normally do, or do we just kind of want to roll through them? So I have my list set out here. I'll mention my first bottom pair, and then we'll just we'll just kind of roll from there, whatever feels natural. Okay. All right. So I have uh, unfortunately Nelson and Hui as my fifteenth ranked pair. Agreed. I yeah, think that's I have probably... Nelson and Hui Hui down here as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think they'll be fun. Like I hope I kind of hope they hang around a little bit. I think I I like her a lot, and you know Nelson's Nelson's Nelson uh, does not seem like their season this time around. Did anyone I think watch? Rob, did anyone watch Argentina? No, no, that was the only one I have not seen at all. I saw Fernando Berlando's elimination. That's all I saw. Um, UK and Argentina, I put on in the background while I was doing some other stuff, so I got like a vague understanding of those seasons. But Argentina, I just couldn't find, and it didn't finish airing until like a day before the season aired. Yeah, I saw I all think... of Australia and UK, so I'm pretty up to date on all these people. I have like I I just resubscribed to Paramount Plus. So I could watch the, is it the global championship or the world championship? World, world championship. World championship. The trace is wrong. I'm very wrong. Always. I, they've changed the name four times. It was War of the Worlds. So. They love a name change. Um, but I have them all now. Like I can watch Australia and I can watch whatever it is. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I, you said that Australia was good, Trace? It's very good. The final is also good. Okay. I think Australia and UK are both quite good. Wasn't the UK what like you- four episodes? UK is, yeah. UK is Devin's dream season. It's like five episodes. They all aired like one day after the other one, and they're just in and out. How long are the episodes? They're an hour, I want to say. Yeah, they're right at 60 minutes. Oh, so they're essentially 90-minute run times? Yeah. So no, no, I like think that they're big... like box. I don't, I don't know. I think they're box for 40. Okay, so that's good. So they're yeah. You're in and out in five play... hours. What uh, what did what did the two of you enjoy about those seasons? If you're if you're trying to sell someone who watches the main show right now mm. on watching UK or all or Australia, what would be the main selling points that you would give them to be able to tune in? For Australia, the characters are really good. Like just the 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 game acumen, and like one of the females, her nickname is Cyclone because she's such a disaster, and it just it reminded me of the challenge in like the ruins era type style. You know, it really, it was very modern in terms of the way the dailies were set up. The final made sense and the characters showed up to play for the most part. I mean, I, I would say over half the cast knew what they were doing. And so that made it very enjoyable to me. Yeah. I would say it's like a blend between the USA seasons and some of the better parts of the MTV seasons. Like it's a, the USA season didn't have like really any chicanery. These, these UK and Australia had a bit more chicanery than the US season did, but also like the format makes sense. The final is the UK final is literally the ride or dies final. They just add up the times instead of having it be like, let's do 95% of the final. And then here's this little elimination at the end that actually determines the winner. So the final made a lot more sense. I thought the characters largely were better than the characters have been on the past couple seasons of the flagship show. So I mean, it's not—they're not A pluses, but they're definitely worthy watches. So when you watch the show, did it feel like it was a Paramount Plus product? Did it feel like it was an MTV product? Did it feel like it was kind of a, a blend between the two? It's closest the to the CBS product. It's closest to USA. Yeah. And um, we all liked USA till the final, didn't we? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah until the final, we're just God only knows what what happened with that final. Somebody oh. did a bunch of crystal meth and designed a final. Well, I, I still think it was designed that poorly. I just think that it was a little bit too hard, and everyone just quit. I I think what happened was they I, they must have got like a bad cold front that came in because it was yeah. it was a final that was designed for it not to be cold, and it seemed like uh -huh. it was snowing. Yeah, well, and I, then they put a puzzle at the end that no one knew how to do, and they worked time. They timed some people out of certain puzzles, but not other puzzles. It was just a lot of chicanery. Rob, I I've thought about this over the last week or so when we've talked about this, but do we know that Danny is good at puzzles, or do we know that Danny's good at Sudoku? Sudoku, because he talked about how Kiki, shout out to Kiki, gave him a Sudoku puzzle book before he left for Challenge USA. So he spent the whole like challenge in his spare time doing sudoku puzzles in his room i thought he had won another puzzle throughout the season too i don't, I don't remember, remember but that definitely affects kind of what i think of that pairing because if danny is elite at puzzles i think that makes them much higher on my list but if he's just good at sudoku which i think is unlikely to appear back on the show again he uh they're always throwing back to sudoku really when was yeah. last time beside usa they did sudoku uh, the most prominent Sudoku I remember is on Invasion of the Champions with Ashley. One because both those seasons, Hunter is doing Sudoku and it's just not happening. He gets like that, the pieces down. That's like six years ago. Well, this happened since then, I'm sure. I just don't have it. It's, it's, it's common enough where it's definitely it's a useful skill set. They know. used to do it all the time in the Ruins era. Like they did it on Fresh Meat 2 for like all the exiles. You had like a mini Sudoku puzzle to do and stuff like that. So like they've definitely come back to like it might disappear for a while, but it always comes back. It's funny because I okay. think Sudoku is such a low grade puzzle. Yeah, but it's tech like on its surface. It's not complicated to explain. So I think that's why they always go back to it. Yeah. Well, and I think that was the issue. You know, we're going to get a word search. <laughs> I think that was the issue with challenge the challenge USA final is that they didn't explain to them that it one it was Sudoku and two what Sudoku was, and so a lot of the people there were kind of left to figure out what Sudoku is on their own. Wasn't that what happened? Yeah, that, they just flat out didn't know how to do Sudoku, and there were no instructions. They said you have to finish this puzzle to continue. There was no timing out of it. I don't know what MTV is showing in the United States right now, but MTV Canada did a big challenge like playthrough. They played, I think, like 20 seasons back to back to back wow. to back over the course of like the end of the year, beginning of the year. So I, I taped all of Fresh Meat 2. So I'm halfway through Fresh Meat 2 again. Great season, by the way. It's so good. It's one yeah. of my favorite political seasons. How, how many? Uh, where, where do they just, like start off with the seasons? Pat, was it like fifteen to thirty-five, or like what was the ballpark? I, I think they started at Fresh Meat and went through. Okay. So they started what we consider the modern era and just went through. That's awesome because that's what we have. Like uh, when people used to try to like watch the challenge before it was all available on Paramount Plus everywhere. CTV.ca was the place you would have to go to, or MTV.ca, and they would have all of the seasons back. Yeah to fresh meat and then forward. So there, yeah. there must be some sort of right steal that they have from that point on. Yeah. It's interesting too, because like Pluto TV, which is like a free streaming platform here in the U S they have a challenge channel that just plays the chant, the challenge 24 hours a day. So like a lot of the reason why I think they don't play it on MTV is they want people to go to these other platforms. But I think there's a lot of people that don't realize those other platforms exist. Well, so, we, what do you when do? we we launched Fantasy Sports Network in 2014 and our biggest check every month came from Pluto TV in terms of broadcasting. Oh, nice. There you go. Okay. So everyone has Hui and Nelson last. 
Who do we think is right behind there? Pat, who do you have? Who's your, I have Kellyanne and Tristan. I, I would assume Jordy and Ben Hawk. I have Kellyanne and Tristan. I have Kellyanne and Tristan as well. I think the difference between Kellyanne and Tristan and Benha and Jody is Jody's that good. one, Jody is good. And two, it seems like everyone has some gripe against Kellyanne this season. And from a political perspective, she does not seem like she has the same standing that Jody does. She just seems unstable. Like they're worried about what she'll do. And like she she acted borderline paranoid in the first two episodes. And that's never good. Like that just puts a giant target on your back. I yeah, think remove the borderline. It's I probably worth noting that we're doing this after the first two episodes. So yes. we, we know Nelson and Hoi Hoi are in elimination. And it's between what Jody and Kellyanne to be voted in at like the as the cliffhanger. Yep. Kellyanne's not getting voted in. Probably you don't think not. I think Tristan's better than he showed on the first episode. I, from UK, he I think he's very capable. So I think they'll be better than uh, than it seemed like on the first couple episodes. So Pat, you think Jody and Benha will go in over Kellyanne and Tristan? I do. Yeah, I think they've made too much of a thing of John A saying, "Oh, can I trust Kellyanne?" And then they had their confrontation. They're building it up like John A is going to vote her in, and they're not going to vote her in. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Kellyanne and Tristan will still be here a while. I think the issue with Killian and Tristan is it seems like we've gotten confirmation from people that they want to distance themselves from Killian in this game. Not only have we gotten confirmation, Wes himself said that he wanted to signal that he wanted to show everyone in the house that he doesn't have anything to do with Killian this season. And that's someone that you would have assumed coming into the season would have been Killian's closest Alliance members. And then Janae herself has even said that she doesn't want to be associated with her it's going to be really interesting to see what happens this episode about whether or not she votes kellyanne in or decides to save her the argentinian players are all going home basically first yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't think they're yeah. gonna be around long like, like no. jody's bad for them dude so there's he's good stuff. enough to win eliminations and like the is it benha is that his name Ben has the pirate looking one. He is sexy. Sexy eyes <laughs> on Ben Ha. Uh, I feel so there's been season finished airing like a week before this show started. And then there the winner of the show did isn't even on this season. This girl's soul. They only had one winner. She did not come. Uh Rodri and Claudia, the girls who got eliminated first, they both made the final. Rodri was actually quite good, the celebrity chef. Uh, who's in his like 40s he was quite good on the show but I, I think they're all dead in the water here. Yeah, I, did I y'all hear why the winner didn't make the show? She, was well, too- she, had, was, she needed to get a vaccine for yellow fever. And the place to get the vaccine was not open in time for her to get the vaccine. So she couldn't yeah. go. And by the way, they finished filming Argentina on a Thursday and they were supposed to leave for world championship on Sunday. So all these Argentinian people literally walked off the set in South America on Thursday that made the final and were on a plane to South Africa on Sunday. Well, I got to ask then. Were the rest of them vaccinated for yellow fever? Is that just a vaccination that you randomly have? I mean, to go to Africa, like there, like, you know, some of my family's done some travel there. Like to get in those countries, you have to have certain vaccinations. And no, so, I, I, yeah, I understand yeah. that. But were like these four pegged as, hey, you guys are definitely going. And then this random other person won. They're like, oh, I guess we have to invite this person. Well, no, they they had a pool of like six people and they were only going to bring four. And so they all had to get that vaccination because they were they were they had alternate they had a male and a female alternate for each of the MVPs. 
Okay, but if the four of them were able to get the vaccine, if the other one wasn't able to get it because it was closed on the weekend, how did the other four get it? They got it in time. So so Ben Ha and um, what's her name? Sophia were not in the final. So they had plenty of time to like go get the vaccine. Uh, Rodri, I mean, he was already vaccinated because he's a celebrity chef and he's on TV regularly. He already had the vaccine. He's already done, he's done some mission work in South Africa, had to get the vaccine already. So I don't know how he had it. But she just she left at a different time than the other one did. Yeah, when I went to Brazil in when I went to Brazil in May, I was supposed to get the yellow fever vaccine before that I went and just rolled the dice and didn't do it. Um the the side effects from actually getting the vaccine sounded pretty intense. Uh so it so didn't seem like it was for a day or what, what are we talking? It sounds like you it, 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 there was a possibility that you would get pretty sick. Um yeah. and so it just didn't seem like it was worth it. But okay. So we have how does someone's already vaccinated against yellow fever? I guess we need to check up on that. By, by the way, I, I got to give a shout out to Hoi Hoi. Very attractive. Very yeah. attractive. That's Very the, attractive. The, 100% why Nelson picked her as a teammate. Or she, <laughs> well, he didn't. Well, like Nelson was the, they were the last ones left. He, he was the last him. male. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. He, he was the last it is, one it is just funny time. seeing him here, right? Like, it just he just seems very out of place. Well, you need to have, I mean, he's not a layup, but he's a layup as a part of this cast. Yeah. Not everyone can be great. That's not good storytelling. Like, you need mm-hmm. to have some fun with the people that you really want to see around for at least three, four episodes. And then like, once we get through three, four episodes and these teams are out, then it's a barn burner. Every single elimination is like a toss up and not to say that Nelson can't win eliminations along the way. He can. I just don't think he's ever going to win a daily. No, I, I, the chance of them not getting last in a daily is like 50, 50. I don't know about that. So- Rob, you had, did you say that you had Jody and Benha here? Instead I had of Jody and Benha, then I have Nia and Rodri right above them. They're all, all the three of those teams are in a bucket at the bottom. Yeah, I had Nia and Rodri up above them as well. So I'm 100% on board with that. Like, it just seems like, I mean, Nia is going to have some help from Jordan, but it just feels like if you're part of Argentina, like Challenge USA and all these other MVPs are just going to keep voting you in. The language barrier is definitely not helping them. Oh, Rob, you're back on screen. Fantastic news. I, I had Jody and Benha. I mean, there's 14 teams left, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's 14 teams total. Uh, no, there's 15. Is there 15 or 14? There's 14, 14 teams. One of the teams total. is gone because they got DQ'd. One of yeah. the UK people got the COVID. So I, I, went, I went Jody, Naya, Kellyanne, Nelson as the bottom tier, like those teams. It sounds like all of us have the same four teams just in a, Rob has teams. them in a slightly different order. The rest of us. Yeah, I thought about same. putting Kellyanne and Tristan above Amber and Troy. Why? Um, I, I think Tristan's. I think Troy's very good. I also think Tristan's good. And I just I've never been an Amber B person. Well, does Amber B find out that she's pregnant on this season? We Probably, think right? so. So she's going to quit at some point. She's going to get yeah. medically DQ'd. The question is: is will they bring in an alternate for Troy? The the history of oh, All Stars yeah. says no. But since they've already lost a team due to COVID, could they potentially replace her with a different person? I would lean towards it's possible. Do we know so who you know who the Anissa, like a wheelchair and have her Kenny Kawaguchi? <laughs> well, she was part. having surgery, so uh, or no, yeah, she hasn't been on Ride or Dies yet. They'll, they'll get her Ride or Dies hadn't anything. filmed yet, so no. Um, it's so funny with her because I distinctly remember you and I did a show on Total Madness and Anissa was on and you were stunned she was on Total Madness and she's been on like every challenge property since. Don't even get me started about the cockroach. <laughs> so does that make Troy? I, I have Troy and Amber as a part of this like next middle tier. So they yeah. have to be at the bottom if Amber's 
gonna have to leave at some point potentially yeah I, I, I do think he's really good. Trace, do you agree, right? Like, I think, I he, think he Troy really is the good. sleeper if he had a different partner. Like, he would be a sleeper to win if he wasn't saddled with Amber B. Because he was the, awesome on Australia. With the side of this Legends cast, I feel like after the top four, there's a pretty distinct drop-off. In terms of individuals or in terms of Individuals. Teams? So, because, like, I, I, like, if Jody was paired with Amber, or if Jody was paired with Troy, for example, I think they could be quite good. Yeah, definitely. But she's not yeah, Troy, I mean, Troy seems to be kind of seems like Jordan, but you know he has two hands, shorter, helps, but less experience, but like yeah, but body weight strength, he might be the best in the house. And he's he, also uh, like Ninja Warrior too, like very agile. He uh, so he won a elim- uh, whole wrestle elimination against like a fessy sized dude on his season. But to, to it's a great fun. elimination too when you get to it. Yeah, that's a really cool one to watch. So I I, I hope that. Like they bring on somebody for I forget who the female alternates are for this season for the legend side. Do you remember Trace? I don't remember. It's, it's Jenny, I believe. Oh, is it oh, Jenny? Shit. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, that'd be cool. It just depends on if she's still on site because they could just pull in some legend that was eliminated too. Like I, we just yeah, don't know what suck. could happen. Well, they could get the the host of Australia to be his partner. She's just like what hanging around South Africa. By the way, nothing? were that was the, were they just doing a cameo for the first mission? Are they no, going to be in the trailer? Mission? They're in the trailer. They'll be back. Okay, so they'll be back for like the missions because they disappeared after that first mission. I was like, what happened? Man, I need that job. It's like, hey, here's twenty five k. Come fly to more South than Africa. That. And be on screen for way more than that. What the the, the the alternate hosts? You think they yes. pay more than twenty five grand? No, yes. I can guarantee you they don't. Really? Yes. I, I think they get more. They're not doing anything. They don't do. They're, they're just standing around. TJ's getting paid. These these jabronis aren't. Yeah, TJ's I mean, getting like, half a, a mil per season. He's good. Twenty five k for three weeks and doing nothing is not bad money. Oh, no. I, 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 I do. Sign, I'd sign me up. Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> I'll even drink so, fish eggs if I have to. Let's go. I'll go there and you can Photoshop one of their faces onto me. I can just be their body double. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe they should. I mean, we had the TJ green screen all those years. Maybe we can do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, right. Okay, so we have Amber and Troy. So next up, this is where things get more interesting. I would say I had Darrell and Kiki next. No, I had them way higher. I have Sarah and Theo here. I, I, have, I have them higher. I, I have five as a part of this tier. Can I give you my five? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. So Troy and Amber, Darrell and Kiki, Casey and Ben, Yes and Emily and Theo and Sarah. I think that any one of those teams could actually win the season, but I think that they're a step behind the other five teams. I agree. So with I that. have Theo and I have that same. That's my next five, but I have Theo and Sarah and Yes and Emily like a slight hedge above the rest of that group. I would just buy more into those those pairs winning. I think they'll be in better positions in the house. You, you can't go through any sort of rankings list without being like pedantic about mini tiers, can you? Well, it's only fourteen pairs. We have to it's, it's, yeah, sure. It's easy to go. Here's a here's a tier. Here's a tier. Here's a tier. Well, we don't have much of a show if it's just like okay, here's five, here's five, and here's five. Yeah, we can rank them within that tier, but at the same time, well, I think this this one team is on a tier by itself. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I would okay. Well, I'll say this. I'll say Theo and Sarah. I think are much closer than like Johnny and Justine than they would be to um. See, I that's the one area, Pat, that I disagree with you. I have Johnny and Justine in this tier. Really? Why? I don't. That doesn't make sense. I think it makes perfect sense. And the reason that I have them in that tier is I think that they individually could be good. I think collectively they're a bad pair. Why? I can. Yeah, I disagree. 
I just don't think that I think her size is going to hurt them against some of these other women they might have to go against because they're going to go in elimination like it's going to happen. There's no way that, that these teams, I mean, there may be two teams that skate through without seeing elimination. Johnny's not going to be one of them. Like if you've watched the politics of the way the U.S. Uh, MVPs are navigating it. I mean, I that's could good. See, that, that's I think good it's good. I don't on that think team. It, but I think Justine is the odd person out of that alliance. And I, I think they're going to have no, no problem I, cutting her. I, I completely disagree. So I think that they're in a really good spot because they're part of the U.S. alliance. I think that's going to be the dominant alliance of the game. And I think that's going to lead them until the end. As far as her size goes, the amount of time where pure size comes into play. Rob and I talked about this last episode. Few and fucking far between. And how much smaller is she than the rest of the women? Marginally? I don't know. I just don't really think it's going to come into play. I have them in the tier above this, but I have the same tier that we're talking about right now as Pat, you do, and Rob, as you do as well. I think the biggest difference for me is I have Darrell at the, and Kiki at the top of the tier. It does seem like Kiki is, from a physical perspective, very good based off of what we've seen from the first two episodes and kind of the glimpse that I've gotten from Australia. Is that kind of what the two of you, you saw when you watched Australia? Yeah, I think she she's solid. She's not like an overwhelming athlete. Um, like I, I think there's one on this cast that probably prefer over her. I, I she because you you did watch that season and be like, oh wow, Kiki is like the best female by far in this season. You would say Emily is probably actually more impressive. Yeah, and that's I actually have yes and Emily at the top of this of this tier because Emily is really good. Is she really good? She seems like the homeless person's Laurel. Like it seems like <laughs> yeah. she looks that's like pretty good. <laughs> Like, it looks like she should be good, but she seems like she's just a disaster. She's not, though. On the Australia season, she's very competent. Very, okay. very competent. And then you throw yes into that equation who has endurance. Like, if they make it to the final, they could very... I think they are a better balanced team. The only thing that Emily gives me the heebie-jeebies on is her puzzle ability. Oh, that yes would worry me a little bit. Yes, is going to be fine there. So I feel like if they can make the final, I mean, you've got to rank them as a real threat to win. But I think I think the U.S. alliance is going to make it very difficult for more than one Australia team to make that final. OK, so alliance wise, I agree with you, Devin. I think that the U.S. alliance is going to be the dominant alliance. However, there is a sneaky backdoor play of what the real alliance is going to be. So you can you can utilize you see West trying to get in with the U.S. side, despite having a British partner, when it actually turns out that this U.S. alliance is running everything, but the shadow dominant alliance is Bananas, Wes, and Jordan. Mm -hmm. And they just flip the tables on the U.S. team. Everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, should have seen that coming. Well, I just, and we've also seen, not with Jordan as much, but they kind of know now, like, let's just be like slightly above average emissions for the first seven or eight of these things. And then we'll just turn it on at the end. That's really been what's winning. If you look at what's won the past couple of seasons, like that's how one West won All-Stars 3. So Tori and Deb won Ride or Dies. That's how Danny won USA. That's been a very good strategy lately. And, yeah, and think... getting Danny and Tori in with West Jordan and Bananas, I could see the four of them just being like, fuck it, let's go to the finals together. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, I think that's why we saw Johnny and Wes finish where they did in this first mission. I would be very confident that they weren't giving a full effort because at this point in time, there's really no reason for them to give any effort except as much to not get last. And politically, politically, too, there's there's reasons you never want to win the first mission. Number one, you don't want to have to fire the first shot to throw somebody in because you have to start laying cards on the table 
if there's not like a given of who should go in. And then the other thing too is, is for me on a political perspective, if I feel like I'm not going to get thrown in, I want to see how these politics play out for this first mission and see where people are leaning towards. And so, yeah, I, I have no doubt, Devin, that you're correct. They did not give a full effort. They wanted to see what's going on in the political waves before they figure out their next move. So let's talk about Sarah and Theo. I think everyone had them in this tier, right? I had them above. You had them above. Pat, so my, my, here's my take. So I think that for one, I think the USA alliance is going to be the best alliance on the show. I think they're all going to go very far. Um, I also think part of why I had yes and Emily a slight notch above too is I think that there's a chance to me if they ran the final now, they could win. I think they have enough talent between the two of them that they could win a final if they ran it right now. I would not say that about Casey and Ben or Darrell and Kiki or Amber and Troy or any of those other teams. That's why I had those teams. A what, why wouldn't you say it about Darrell and Kiki? I just haven't seen it in a while with Darrell, man. It's been a while since Darrell, he's been, he was Darrell basically. Rob, he just went to two finals. Too. Rob, he was like a second away from winning the first final. Like he he almost would have won the first final in All Stars one. And in the second one, now. you could make the argument they probably. What do you mean it was a bit ago? Too. It was a year, it was like a year and a half ago. So it just happened. So I would say, I, look, I, I think Darrell, like at his peak, is one of the best competitors ever on the show. I, I just think that I need to see it a little bit more now. Because You're crazy. Yeah, yeah, he I got saddled that, with Veronica on Ride or Dies. He wasn't winning shit on Ride or Dies either. And, and Darrell is far more susceptible to being eliminated rather than trying to beat him in a final. Yeah, and in Ride or Dies, Darrell and Veronica came in late to the game. They had that target from day one when they stepped onto the show. I don't know. I think that they still have a pretty good chance. Did we have... So I guess you still didn't talk about... So the main reason that you think Sarah and Theo... Or in the cheer above for you, or is just because they're part of that? No, US I think alliance. they're very talented too. I mean, Theo's a, Theo might be the best athlete on the show. Like Theo's just an overall dominant athletic presence. Okay, yeah. so they're good athletically. Are either of them good at puzzles? No. Well, Sarah's better Theo, than Theo's Theo. Okay, he's not. Sarah's better than good at timing out at puzzles. <laughs> Theo, Theo's a. Theo's okay. I think they're going to make the okay, final and cut lose it, spectacularly. Okay, Why? Not gonna is it not going to cut it? Most of these people suck. No, that's not necessarily true. J- Janae's very good. Wes is good. Yes, Danny and Tori, good. I feel like could, I feel like Danny and Tori can be competent. I think Jordan I and Kaz could also be competent. And like these, like I, I think we get too hung up on puzzles to begin with. Like, yes, we can look at it and say that Casey and Ben are probably going to be a disaster at puzzles, but it's not like these are fucking Mensa puzzles that they're trying to go through here. Like, yeah. you can just sometimes look at a puzzle and be like, oh, it goes like that. I'm done. And oh, that's actually good. I think that works to their benefit. I think he's the best runner on the show, and I think she's fine. Well, I it's don't know like, she's fine, man. Yeah. yeah like, like in, in a straight up race, yeah, Theo probably is the best runner on the show. I doubt if we get into a marathon setting that he's beaten Jordan, who runs marathons. And if he does, oh, he's going to beat him by 30 seconds to a minute. We're not talking like a big gap here. I, I look, and also, I have him behind Jordan and Cass, so I'm not saying I, that yeah. Really I just I think that they're significantly better than like Casey and Ben or Drunkie. I, I mean, are I we under are we underrating Ben, who was pretty good on USA? No, I feel like so you didn't watch Survivor, Pat, and if you watch Survivor with Ben, I feel like everyone who watched it had kind of much lower opinion of him than people who didn't. He's just he's just kind of a goof, right? Like, yeah, but yeah, you have to think about how can like I know it doesn't seem like Casey's connected on this cast, but I guarantee you, Bananas has her like her and Bananas. And her and Wes are like, oh, of course they do. He and Nani had just gotten done with Ride or Dies and they had just done Ride or Dies when they did this. So, yeah, he totally is working with Casey. And that's why I I think think that Theo and Sarah are in trouble here because Sarah's going to think she's the leader of the USA Alliance. It's all they're going to let her think that it's going to look great. And all of them are just going to be like, you're gone. 
I'm I'm really excited for the Sarah Lucina downfall episode. I think that's <laughs> going to be one of the best episodes of the season. I think Ben and Casey, from a political perspective, they might have one of the strongest political standings in the house. I think that they're going to be really good. When it comes to the final, if it's a reasonable final, which at this point is not, it's, it's unlikely to assume that they would have one. I don't think that they're going to do very well. I think they're going to be toast when it comes to a reasonable final. Little yeah, birdie, for me too. little birdie, I, I know. Little birdie, I know. Connected to bananas, said that the world championship final is harder than the ride or dies final in terms of length. They went well, it longer. Wouldn't, it wouldn't take much case, if that's the case. Casey and Ben actually have a decent shot because, like, athletically, like when you see like all of the pairings, they're really good. They like, are good. Ben's not amazing, but he's pretty good. And Casey, I mean, is Casey the best athletic woman on there? Like, you might say no, like Tori I, is I better than so. Casey because she can like run longer distances. I think John A and the shape she's in now is probably the most all around female on the cast that's primed to win this. So, I mean, we've seen uh, John think, A go up against the all-stars girls in conditioning, we but she showed up in even better race. shape than that. Like she at, really was in great shape for this. So like, I think she's in a good spot I, here and she's an endurance runner. I mean, look at, the, look at the first mission, right? I, and I think Pat, I would push back on what you said earlier about the puzzles, not being that big of a factor. I think that's pretty much all of the show at this point. I think it's puzzles and endurance. And if you're good at puzzles, math and memory and endurance, you're in a tier above everyone else. I mean, if you have all of those things, I'm dubious. I'm not dubious, I guess, of Johnny's endurance, but I'm dubious against her high quality endurance versus the better girls now that she didn't see on any of the all-star seasons. And yeah, yeah. puzzles are going to carry you a long way. And that's going to be the hindrance of Ben and Casey. But I don't think anyone wants to see Ben and Casey in an elimination. So they might just skate through and like you can't fake your way to endurance, right? And running. Mm -hmm. Like you're not just going to get lucky. And all of a sudden today you have good endurance with a puzzle. You can get lucky with it. Yeah. And Wes even said it in the show. In I think it was the second episode. He and Zara are having a conversation. He's like, look, all these people that are throwing weight around and doing all this stuff doesn't matter. You have to be an endurance runner to win these finals. Now he's like, that's how I won all stars three is I would just go run for three hours at a time when no one else was paying attention. And so like, if you can run, and keep your wind, you can luck into a puzzle. So I'm and, with you. And theoretically, if you're a better runner, you're going to have more time to do the puzzle. Mm -hmm. So did anyone have Johnny and Justine above the five spot? Uh, I, I had them at five. Yeah. See, I'm, oh, above the five I'm, spot the, or above I'm below tier. the five spot. Above the five spot. I had them fifth. So I'm I'm with Pat. I think we're all in line there, except for Trace, I guess. Um, I, I put their clear step below. West Star, Jordan Kaz, Tori, Danny, and Janae Grant. See, I, I don't yep. get why they're a step behind. Like, I thought Justine was good on USA. She was good, but the females outside of Angela and... Um, that was... Oh, uh, Desi? Alyssa? Desi was good. I think Alyssa was fine. Desi's better. Than uh, out, but, I mean, the females after those top four were just terrible. Yeah, I but I it was thought, just Angela. I thought she was. I mean, having. I think your people are underrating how good of a partner having. When was the last time Bananas in a partner season outside of uh, War of the Worlds one did poorly on a pair season? Um, he's a good partner. That he's 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 a good partner. The only time that he got the seasons he got eliminated early is usually a solo season. Because that, that was when Morgan was his partner, and Morgan, yeah, and long. that was not a good pairing. But so. like he won with Tyler, he came second with Frank, one with Camilla. Yeah, he got knocked out before the finals with Nani. He just came second with Nani. Like he's been pretty good at these. 
Yeah. I, I was pretty impressed with him athletically on Ryder Dyes, too, I have to say. I thought he came in a very good shape. I think that his – I really think his biggest weakness, I was honestly, is puzzle game. I think that's where his biggest hole comes in. But he's like a 50-50. I don't know. Just, but he is the – Just he helps to make the ground on that at all. I mean, if he's a terrible puzzle guy, but you just told me the puzzles are a requirement to win, how has he won seven times? I did, well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's been a minute, but I, I don't think he's terrible. I think he's okay. I think he's also okay. He was going up against Kyle and Cordy in puzzles, and then now he's got a better cast. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it is, you know, Bananas is a B-plus guy across the board, which is what you want to be as a challenger. Like, the more all-around average you are, the better you perform. You know, if you're just an endurance runner, but you can't do a puzzle, you might get lucky on one puzzle, but you're not going to get lucky on six. And so there's that certain level of like, he just knows how to like big brain some of this stuff. Like you think about some of the shortcuts he took. Was it total madness where he was able to rank higher in the daily because he could see the light reflecting off the wall on the side. Like he just knows the tricks. I, I like that. That was the trick that he did and it worked, but he still lost to Wes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beat him in the elimination, but he didn't lose that mission to him. No, but like, uh, I, I think that there's a very clear top three. Like if you want to do your mini tiers, like, Wes and Zara, Danny and Tori, and Jordan and Kaz. Yep. Bananas and Justine and Grant and John A. I think are close because people, the newer cast members, like the, the the challenge people, I don't think they take John A. as seriously unless they did All-Stars with her. So I don't know how Bananas and Tori and all of them feel about John A. And then she's just going to start winning a bunch of missions. They're going to be like, we need to get her the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, so Devin, you had Janae and Grant number one, right? Definitely. I, I don't think it's, I think Janae and Grant with a bullet. I think Wes and Zara. I, so for me, my top like four or five, Janae and Grant, Wes and Zara, Danny and Tori, Jordan and Kaz. And I feel pretty confident about that. I think Janae, and we talked about this in our last episode where we did a recap of episode one and two. What the show has evolved to be is exactly what Janae is good at. The show has evolved to be puzzles, math and memory and running. And that's exactly what Janae is good at. And I feel like, the Paramount shows, or I guess I should say All-Stars, I feel like All-Stars is gravitated even more so to that than the main product. And I feel like there's some reason to believe that this season will more resemble All-Stars than it will the main show. And so for me, that's why I have to have Janine Grant number one. I think Wes and Zara are also like, it, it's pretty much one and two. I, I could go either way on that. And then I have Danny and Tori right behind them. See, how good was Kaz on the British season? She was awesome. She's solid. So in the so in the final, the way the finals took out was she would pair with Tristan, the guy who won the final for the majority of it, and they dominated when they were paired together. Um, when she was paired with the other people, I would say she performed slightly worse than Zara. Zara also hurt her ankle at one point on the final. Um, and Kaz won by like a minute. And the final, the, that final was literally the ride or dies final. They just time out each checkpoint instead of having it be like, let's just get to the end and then you guys do this one elimination at the end. Yeah. Um, so I'd say, I, and she she won more missions than Zara did. I don't think Zara actually won a mission on UK. So they're probably about even between yeah. the two of them. Like, I, 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 like I, my I guess tier the... is my my order there just to kind of help frame the rest of that. So I have Jordan and Kaz number one. I have uh, Wes and Zara two. I have John A and Grant three, and then Tori and Danny four. Like to me, the, those are the if if you told me one of those pairs win, I'd be like, yep, they did. Well, and I go Wes and Zara one, Danny and Tori two, Jordan and Kaz three, Grant and Johnny four, Bananas and Justine five. Only like I would have Jordan number one, but 
it's going to get to a point where someone gets pissed off with him and votes him in. Like he's just the most <laughs> likely to be sent into elimination. You're not. Therefore, wrong. that hurts his chances because he might lose. It's funny. We have the same top four, but I think we all have a completely different top four. Because I have Tori and Danny one, Janae and Grant two, Jordan Kaz three, and Wes and Zara four. Uh, with Wes, like I just feel like this is a type of makeup of cast where I could see him being kind of. I actually think Jordan will be okay with this cast. I think he kept. He kept things a little bit more restrained on Ride or Dies. He only really fought with Jay that had any effect on the game. He fought with Tori and Anissa a ton, but that never really like affected gameplay really. Um, and so, but with Wes, just like there's certain casts that just don't that just get worried about Wes and don't want him around that much. Yeah, but if and he's he just wor- if, if he's working with Bananas, which he probably is, and probably Jordan, which means by extension also Tori, and like, Casey. that's just a super group going at you. And like if you ran a final with all of them right now, like I, I think that. Jordan and Kaz would win, but I just don't know if they get there by the end because someone will have a problem with them. Here's a question, and I didn't catch it from episode two, but when they did the the vote for elimination, was it a team vote or an individual vote? It appeared to be a team vote. Okay, so that's going to change the dynamic of who gets thrown in. If they were doing individuals voting for a team to go in, I think you would see a lot more chicanery. Since the partners are going to have to agree on their vote, I think Wes is probably going to be okay. And same with Jordan for at least a while. I don't know, man. I think it's also telling that all of us have the same top four. There aren't any other teams that we included in there. I think... I don't do I think that there's a big difference between my number one and my four? No. I think all these teams could easily win when I think all of them have their strong points and weak points. And I think this is one of the main reasons why I think this season's gonna be really good, right? All these teams all these teams have a real chance to win. I think all these teams are entertaining in their own way. And I think we're really set up for a good season. Well, except yeah, for and, Nelson. And, and, and I mean the bot I think that any team that's not one of the bottom four teams actually does have a they're on the spectrum of winning somewhere. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. It's like the NBA Western Conference this year, right? You can look down to like the 10 seed and be like, oh, they could, they could make a run. Yeah. Uh, with with Tori and Danny, I just think that, I think that they both have a very good mentality for winning. And I think that's one thing I worry about with Jordan and West is sometimes they kind of like to put on a show, whereas Tori and Danny are just like, look, we're just here to win. We're not caring about any theatrics. Uh, both of them have, the menta- have a, a very good mentality, I think. If we don't need to win missions, we just need to not come in last, and we just need to hang around until the final. Uh, but they're strong, have shown good endurance. I think Danny's good enough at puzzles to carry them through. So I felt very good about having them. Uh, in the well, trailer, mm-hmm. Danny gets into a fight with someone, and it looks like it's Jordan, which is it gonna was be Jordan. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it seems it like, like it would take Tory. a lot. It seems like it would take a lot to get Danny mad. Yeah, you know, he and Tori got mad at each other too. They showed Tori and Danny fighting, and Danny and Jordan fighting verbally. We know Tori and Jordan are working together then. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's probably good TV if that's the case. I There's do think that helps Jordan out too, and that he's got Corey, who's probably not voting him in. It doesn't seem like Theo will want to vote in Kaz. So he's got multiple prongs in the U.S. alliance, which we think is the, going to be the dominant faction on the show. And yeah. he has Naya I, for as long as Naya's around. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's yeah. what I'm so excited after watching these first two episodes is we actually, for the first time that I can ever remember, the entire cast is here to play and win. There's no... I mean, even the bottom tier people, they're actually playing to win. Even if you're like in Nelson's spot and realize you're probably screwed, he's still trying. And so to see the level of political stuff they showed, the alliance conversations, the actual 
effort of how this is all going to go down. I think we might, as long as they don't screw up the process and the game from a production standpoint, this might leak into a top 10 season because we're, we're setting up for something really interesting here from a it's competition a good and political too. standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Last place goes into elimination. We have the house votes, uh, two teams up there. The winners pick between the two. I think that's a great format. No stupid interrogation, no draw pulling, no skulls, just none of that tomfoolery that takes up 30 minutes on the show. Yeah, but it's it's the challenge. It's the challenge. I had mentioned to you, I was watching Fresh Meat too. This is the exact format. Yeah. Well, they don't have last place goes in that season, do they? What's that? They don't have last place goes in, I don't think. Yep. No, the the winners pick. Oh, the winner votes a team in, the the house votes votes a team team in. in. So like, it's not quite, but it's almost the same, but it's the same style of. Same as Rivals. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's the same as All-Stars too, because I like that they have the house vote and then the pairs, the winning pair gets to pick between the two. I think it's good to have both those groups involved. So I'm I'm very excited for the season. I was so CT was supposed to be on this season, right? And then he just got like left at the airport. No, he was home stuff. Okay. Yeah, they're saving so, him for 40. Well, he he's got to get through the legal stuff that he's dealing with right now. He, yeah, but that's why. I mean, they still have yeah. to film thirty nine, yeah. then yeah. film forty. He He'll be, be back, but he's he's got to get on the other side of what's happening at home right now. I uh, I was on a flight recently, and uh, the, the the something happened with the door handles. Like we were about to take off, and I had to turn the plane back around and go fix the door handle. Um, and after we turn back around, this lady comes up to the front of the plane. And is like, is the plane okay? Is the plane safe? Are we gonna make it through this flight? Is this okay? And she's like, I want to get off the plane. I want to leave. She's like, all right, fine. So they turned the plane around after we were about to take off. They dumped her back off at the airport, her and her husband. And then we turned back around and took off. Cool story, Rob. Yeah, where'd that come from? That was, yeah, know, I was going to say, how's that related? How does this tie into anything we're well, talking they, they, about? They left, didn't they leave three people at the airport this season? I, I don't I, think that's I what they know. mean if they say left at the airport. From what I understand, there's been pictures of Joss like, at the airport looking downtrodden as he didn't make it on the season. Yeah, I think they bring why people you... to the airport and be like, nah, you're off the season, pal. You're not Dude, on the flight. Waste it's not like he was like on the flight. Had a I, I apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll save it for off air next time. It could just be no, that I mean, Joss like, if, happened if to be in the airport and he found out that people were leaving for global. He's like, they didn't call me. <laughs> that That's what I mean, Rob. If you're production and you literally have people get ready, come to the airport and act like they're going to be leaving for an extended period of time, then be like, no, you're not coming. That would be like... Just completely disrespectful. I'm saying it's possible that they do that, but I or think at least film it so we do. can watch it and laugh. I think that has happened. It's messed up. Um, so Rob and I talked about this on our recap for episodes one and two. Trace, Pat, did you have any issues with the draft selections that took place in episode two? Did you think that there were any big missteps that one of the legends made and who they selected, or were you overall okay? with you mean the how they shows yeah yeah i'm trying um, to, i'm trying to figure that remind me how the draft order went I so think it was... the winners of the first mission yeah no i, I get that like what was the actual yeah. order okay so for the guys i want to say it was west then jordan then, then bananas bananas was third and then um... the, the only thing i remember is theo went way too late in my mind i think people yeah, didn't know I... who he was no fair <laughs> I would have taken him above. Would you have taken him above? Yes. No. No, I wouldn't. I have. think it depends on who you are as the person picking. Yeah. Like Emily picked him, and I think it was the correct pick. Like Sarah, I think Sarah was number twelve in the draft order, so she had to pick between Theo and Nelson. Yeah, like I actually think it works out better for the longevity of them if it's Sarah and yes, and Theo and Emily, because then. 
there's a direct path to one of those two teams winning. If it's a super athletic final, no one mm-hmm. will probably beat Theo and Emily, right? Oh, I have the draft order. So John A was the number one pick by Grant. Good pick, Zara, by the way. Uh, yeah, it was a brilliant yeah. pick. That's, Zara, a real te- that's a real team needs pick. Yeah. yeah. And Zara picked Wes. Ben picked Casey. Kaz picked Jordan. Danny picked Tori. Justine picked Bananas. Carlos picked Jody. And she was not happy about that. Kiki picked Darrell. Rodrigo picked Maya. Emily picked Yes. Troy picked Amber. Sarah picked Theo. Tristan picked Kelly. And so, yeah, even the like Troy and Sarah picks were smart because Troy had to pick between Amber B and Kellyanne. And he chose probably correctly from that standpoint. I mean, knowing what we know about Amber, it sucks, but I I feel like she should have went higher. Like, I can't believe Naya was picked over her. Yeah, Naya didn't impress me a lot in All-Stars 3. I'd probably rather have Amber or Kellyanne above Naya, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, looking at the order, everybody pretty much got picked at the accurate spot. Like, would you pick yes above Darrell, Bananas, Jordan, or Wes? Probably not. Probably not. I was going to ask this. Rob, who do you think would win in a final? Yes or Theo? What's the final? Just like any random final? Yeah, and I think it's yes. I don't. I don't really think there's much of a conversation yes. there. I mean, if it's a war, of the, if it's War of the Worlds one final, it's Theo with a bullet. Yeah, if it's uh, these past couple, probably yes. Yeah, with, with the way like, that you many... talked, Devin, about how the finals are structured in the Paramount Plus area, it probably is yes. If it's a super long and run intensive final, like Theo's blowing out most of these people. Definitely, but how many finals have we seen like that? Very few. But that's why I'm I saying that you had Theo and Emily as a like this. I mean, they're both Olympic. It was Theo an Olympian or a Commonwealth Games. He like Olympic qualifier. He got close. Yeah. yeah. So he was and like Emily is an four. actual Olympian. Yeah. Right. So you put two Olympic level athletes together as a team, and then you take Sarah. I mean, I don't really know much about Sarah, but it seems like she's far more competent than Challenge USA would have identified. Is that fair? She got the Looney Tunes edit, man. Like I know she got the like oh, the way that they Survivor, edit. That like, is the worst like winners edit I've ever seen on the challenge. They made her look psycho, and she won the. Season. And then they they already started to dunk on her in episode one and two. Rob and I talked about this. She had the comment to Emily where she said that she thinks Emily is her biggest threat. And even though they finished close to last place in the qualifier, they should have finished one and two. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, what's going through your mind right now? Yeah, Sarah Sarah is smart from the political standpoint in terms of making good moves, but her actual social game is atrocious. Which is why I think her with her with yes makes more sense than her with Theo. I don't disagree. She didn't get that opportunity, though. (laughs) Nelson or Theo, I would have taken Theo, too. (laughs) Yeah, no one's taking Nelson. Nelson's by far the worst of the. Like, and he's not horrible, but when you fine. stack him up against these other guys, it's like there's no chance in hell you would take Nelson above anybody that got picked above him. It does seem the show has really moved away from his strengths. Who would be better in this Nelson spot from the main cast? And it's not Devin because yeah. Devin is instantly the worst guy on this cast. I mean, since CT couldn't make it, I say we have to push him to the side because if CT's on this, the whole draft order gets screwed up for sure. Um, I think you could have put so, Devin in this spot, even though I don't love Devin. Devin's the last pick. You could have put MJ so, in this slot, and I think it's a, an instant upgrade. Okay, what what if it's Brad? Instant upgrade. The, he was he an alternate. the alternates that they had. These were all alternates. It was Brad, it was MJ, it was Nehemiah, and it was Devin. Devin. All of those people would have been better than Nelson. Yeah. 
they needed comic relief when they looked up and down the, the cast and realized they needed somebody funny. <laughs> no, that's not that's not it. We we know why it's, this decision it, was made. Yeah, we do. Is it a Dave? Is it a diversity requirement? Yeah. Diversity yes. Requirement. I would have rather had Nehemiah than Nelson Frommel. I completely agree. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Corey wasn't available. Corey is still his his child was getting the open heart surgery stuff when all this was happening. So he was not available. Ah, that turned out to be OK, right? Uh, they still have more work to do, but she's doing better. Yes. Good. Good to hear. I like Corey. I do too. I hope he gets to come back one day just because until his kid is in a better spot. Devin is seething in his chair right now, I can see. Who? Devin. I am? About what? About wanting Corey to come back. I just like Corey. Like, I don't think he's good. He'd be the word. He'd be in the Nelson spot. I just like Corey. What if they got Turbo for a Nelson spot? What's oh that? God, that'd be incredible. Turbo. And that would have met the diversity requirement, man. That would have been awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. And Turbo might be unrealistic in this. I guess maybe not because he would be No, I mean, he won. He's he's champ. He's a legend. But he's what if he threw dude. Leroy into Nelson's spot? I don't know that that's different. I think they're pretty similar competitors. Yeah, Leroy. but Leroy is plugged in with everyone else, whereas Nelson's not. Leroy's going to have a way better political game than Nelson for sure. I think they're getting last on like every mission. I don't know, man. I think you're as much as we kind of overrate Leroy. I think that's a, a big underrating of his skills. Well, well see, here's the thing. You would have probably had Johnny and a couple other people trying to keep him and um, her out of the elimination because they don't care if Nelson goes in. They really don't. There's not a single person on this Legends cast other than. Uh, nobody cares if he goes in. <laughs> now that I've looked at it again. Other, other than the art, other art. And he's and he's paired with an Argentinian person yeah. who has no political power. So like, there's there's no no one cares if Nelson goes in or goes home. I guess Leroy did win a bunch on double agents. Uh, I just I don't view him as doing that many things better than Nelson. I agree. I don't think no. I don't think Leroy is that great. I think that a lot of the value that he brings to the game are his political alliances. I think that's really his biggest selling point. Well, I, I think Nelson, I, I think Leroy has three things that are better than Nelson. He's stronger than Nelson. Just physically, he's more dominant than yeah. Nelson is because he's so much bigger than Nelson. Like people forget how small Nelson is because he's super jacked. He's not Nelson's big. like shorter than me. Yeah. Nelson's not big whatsoever. Um, Leroy is a fantastic partner when he has a good partner. He's very good. Like, He's very good at taking the backseat and doing like if he was with John A, for example, that would be a great pairing for Leroy. Yeah, because she could just kind of tell him she can do do. the puzzles and he can muscle around. And he doesn't he doesn't live in this world where he's the smart one where Nelson does sometimes, which is a huge drawback to your game uh, and the social and political game where, you know, everyone loves Leroy. Yep. He's definitely an upgrade for the game for that, but it is what what it is. Zach got asked and he had to turn it down because of uh, Jenna was like seven. She was either she either had just had the baby or was about to have the baby. But he was asked. I mean, that's going to be his I think that would have been great. Yeah, they're going to have Zach. I have heard is Zach is uh, pretty well locked in for USA too this summer. I mean, the other answer is Polly, right? No, because Polly's at the bottom of this, too. Yeah, Polly. When you say challenge legend, like when you say challenge legend, Theo is like the biggest like question mark. Can you really call him a legend per se? We don't. Uh, We're not fitting in anything though. It doesn't matter. We can cast anyone. Like Like, she won one final. That was it. Like this is. Have they been on the challenge main show? You're eligible. 
Yeah, like yeah. Naya's on the the. Um, like I don't think Naya belongs on this cast either. Like there, but there's also if like, you I need... don't care about that. Just give me the best cast. I don't care if they've been on one episode. To meet the diversity requirement, I I understand why she's there because when you look through, there's a lot of pale faces in terms of the female side of the show. So yeah, like it's I a lot get of it. ice cream. And you like, know, I, and, and I, if it I, wasn't I, Naya and Anissa wasn't hurt, it would have been Anissa instead of Naya. Why couldn't we have Teresa? She's retired. She had another baby. Oh, did she have another baby? So since yeah. the yeah, double agent, since now? double agent, she had another baby and retired again. Is TJ uh, Jones in like the XFL or something? Is he still kicking around? Yeah, he's he in, the in the XFL or is it, it's either that or the the USF? Not is it USFL? USFL training camp started today. Yeah, because oh, nice. Birmingham is a buzz right now. So like Birmingham is like a hive of weird sports right now. We've got that going on, and we have the round of sixty four and thirty two here this weekend. Oh wow. I'm trying to go to one of the games. The tickets are astronomical. I, I think Turbo or Polly would have been fun. That would have been who I would have wanted in the. the just to see Turbo and Jordan in a house together again is what I want to see. Like it's just let that like, I mean, we had two extra spots here. We could have thrown one of Turbo and Polly on, and then had somebody, some other, bring on some other female, like Ronnie or something, for the other side. What if? Oh, see, I, I like that you say Ronnie. What if we got Ronnie from Jersey Shore to be on this cast? <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> What uh, uh would they be a MVP or a legend? I guess they'd be a legend. Right? You could be both. <laughs> could be both, yeah. What if they, they they could have them be they could have one of uh, a Jersey Shore Pokemon as like a mercenary team in episode five. I mean that when we do X is four and we don't have Sammy Sweetheart and Ronnie as a team, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> no. Well, well we, now we, that they're we, now we that they're under the yet. same production company, that's possible. They it was not possible back in the day. It's possible now. Well, it also God, wasn't God, possible too they? because they all would have commanded like two million dollars an episode. Yeah, they couldn't afford him. <laughs> How old are they? We they're in their forties. They're they're eligible for no. the show now. Yeah, like, like Vin, even Vinny is that. like thirty two. I, I think the situation really? and D are like forty something now. Really? Like 41, 42. They're young 40s. We looked this up on the show once. Like we had an argument about it and we Googled yeah. it. It's crazy, still, how, it's crazy how old the show has gotten, right? The situation's 40. It feels like the average age on the show now is like 32. Oh, it is. Like that that was one of the things that came out when we did the when I did the Oscar interview last week, is like every member of that Road Rules cast, the oldest person was 22. And yeah. he was 18. He was still in high school when he was on Road Rules. Everyone's just old. Like, Everyone I from this Argentina cast seems like they're fifty years old. Yeah, they're uh, Huhui, I think is young. The other ones are all old. Yeah, I believe her name I, is Hoi Hoi. Well, her name, real name is I'm so from funny. Alabama, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name. Or, or she's Juju Smith Schuster, one of the. Two. I was going to go with Juju, uh, and that's not right. No, well, <laughs> you're, you're, you're really not getting Sophia. that Spanish JH in there. No. Yeah. Guess even quesadilla the, is hard for me. Guess who the youngest MVP is. On the has season. uh who the youngest one is i would have said justine i believe just, it's zara is it zara i believe it's zara i think it's zara and maybe grant i think they're 27 but i could be wrong about that how old is old, dude she's probably like 29 right who has i don't know yeah kaz saw is this 29, on the, 94 yeah. and on the legend side i would say it's either jordan or Naya or Theo, because I know how old Amber B is. She was older than I thought she was. She's like 34. Yeah, John A is Jordan's 32. Jordan's 32. It might be Theo. Because Amber B is like 34. She's sneaky. Yeah, she's 34. Tori's only 30. Tori just turned 30. Then she might be. Like, how, how is that like the young end of this cast? 
that's just a different world now, you know, for so they just the way they cast the show now, like they don't go and do college, you know, they because the way they used to cast the show is they would do these casting calls at colleges and try to find real people. Now they try to find people that have already been on reality TV. So they're at least late 20s, if not further along in their their age at that point. And if okay. you're going to be 18 to 22, instead of going on some reality show, you could probably just open like a TikTok account. Yeah. Make money for Let, yourself. Find somebody to you film yourself on TikTok going on a road trip. You know, like it's just it's a different world now. All right. Anything else we want to talk about before? Yes. We finish this conversation. OK. You guys watched Australia. Did Kiki have that much filler in her face? on Australia or did she get that in between seasons and it's still like puffy. You check. didn't notice that. It was like well, I didn't she, notice I didn't like check for it as much in Australia. I noticed it now. Australia, she had it, but you could tell she went overkill for this show. Well that's the thing. When you get filler, it's puffy for like three weeks. Yeah. So it seems like she just got the filler and it's still mm -hmm. puffy. Like by the end of the season if she's still there, I doubt it's gonna seem as pronounced. Yeah, but no, on Australia, it was there, but it was not as pronounced. It, it seems like she got it done like 48 hours. How much is that? On a plane. What? To get the filler. Depends on what kind of filler it is. Okay, is it cheaper hey. in Australia, you think, or more expensive? I don't know. I, I mean, I can talk to Canadian prices. If you want to get like your chin done, for example, uh, you probably need multiple goes of it. It's like 1200 bucks a shot. Multiple goes? Yeah, like you have to, like it has to set right. They have to put it in right. And, you know, if you want to get a little bit more in to fill it out, because that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, and then your average Botox session, depending on how much you get, it's like, it's like, well, in America, you can sometimes find it for 300. Um, it just depends on where you are. And it depends on what you're trying to do. I mean, how I, okay. I, have, do they need? I, I have all of this. I mean, it's like anything else. It's like you get Botox once the moment like you start to get like wrinkles again and start frowning. Like, You're going you back. Get Botox again. Like the only place I would get it's right here on this frown line. Like I'm cool with looking older everywhere else. But like this, it always looks like I'm scowling. I, I have a friend who's addicted to all this stuff. He is out of control. <laughs> like how, okay. how often are we talking? Like, once like a month? he I mean, he's a big dude. He's like six, four tons of steroids, super jacked. Um, the, the, the prototypical guy that you would think with the confidence issues that would need to go get all this stuff done. Sure. He went in and he's a huge dude and he bullied the nurse at the Botox clinic into giving him three and a half times as much as recommended for oh his lips. God. And he showed up to dinner with these lips that were, it, it was like out of a cartoon. It was fucking hilarious. He had to go it's get it's like, thing hey, I've never gotten. I always think the lips look bad. We're so uh, off topic, but I got to ask this. Did anybody see Madonna from a few weeks ago when she did the Grammys or whatever? I was like, oh, my God, how do you think that looks good? It looks horrible. It's just it's just a sad state of affairs for an aged celebrity. Well, the, the big thing with the lips is you, I know a bunch of people who do have the lip fillers and you would never know because they okay. do it. They do it like I, I mean, I could actually afford to do some uh, upper lip lip fill because I have a very thin upper lip. I can make it a bit more full and be like, oh, that looks like a normal person's lip. But it's the people who have big, like thick lips to begin with. Like, oh, I need some injections. Then they have like duck face the entire time. Mm. Yeah, see, I, I'm not I'm not like a that, that's not my game. Well, you're young. You don't know. Like I'm Trace and I are old now. This, this is what people we know are doing. <laughs> yeah. And around here, nobody cares. They just say, give me another beer. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I know a couple of people. I know a couple of people who have 
gone to the uh, plastic command a, a couple of times now, even my age. Yeah, pre- yeah, preventative Botox. That's the move. See, what you see around oh, here are the divorced 40-somethings that walk around with plastic face. That's what you okay. see here. I found the ages for right. the MVPs. Tristan is actually the youngest. He is 26 years old. Okay. That's more aligned with what they used to cast. Cool. Well, do you, do you 26 think years that, old. Do you think it's because they know that they've lost typically like the 18-year-olds for this show? So they're aging the cast with the actual viewership? I just think I they're know, lazier like without a cast. It, I think that it's also, they're going to be there for so long. I think that they need some level of maturity amongst their cast members to like handle stuff. No, like. that's not at all. It's what just do you, lazy. Do think it they, is, don't care. they don't have a feeder system. They don't have the real world and road rules just, and are you the one just pumping that's people in constantly? Too. Yeah, but you couldn't yeah. just go find a bunch of 20 year olds. You could, but they don't. That's just not how they cast anymore. It's all professional casting. I mean, like I said, they used to go to college campuses and they would go through a thousand kids to find one. And I think so, what they want is just they want these pe- these they want these people that already have these like built-in audiences that can promote across their channels, and that's some guaranteed way that they can have a social media presence. I think that's a lot of this. And so it's if also like they, if you look up anybody on the show, you can find their talent uh, agency profile pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is there's a really easy fix to this whole situation. You don't even need another feeder show like Real World or Road Rules. Just create a new show called The Challenge Rookie Prospects. Have Don't have TJ host it. You have to be good enough to go to the main show. Cast it like you used to with a bunch of lower to mid-20-somethings. Find a different host. And if you're good enough, you get to go to a flagship or you get to go somewhere else. Like the, This would just be easy content. You could pay these people peanuts because they have no following. How much How TJ, does, does TJ make per year, you think? Half a mil per season. No, it wasn't. I thought it. Was, I don't. I don't think it was that. I thought it was half a mil per year. I don't per think year? it was half a mil per season. Okay. Whatever. That's, that's I know what you're talking. A lot about. of money for what he. Does. Either way, he's making half a mil either per season or per year. I would think it's higher now because he's hosting like six shows a year. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's a lot of money to show up to some exotic location. And, and he gets like a he screen. gets like the hotel suites he get are just crazy. Like he gets like these big three bedroom suites in whatever country, and he gets all this downtime to just go chill. And he's just like hanging most of the time, right? Yeah. Well, and because like when you saw something like The Bachelor, for example, Chris Harrison was a producer on The Bachelor. So he got his hosting points and he got his producing points. TJ is not a producer on the challenge. He is just. And the funniest part about that to me is that he's the most arrogant host I've ever seen on a reality competition. It's always my final. What I have done with this season, this is what I've set up. And he has no input on any of this. That's his script, though, man. I mean, that's what they're telling him to say. He reads the cue card well. I don't think TJ is a big ad libber. <laughs> That's very not, clear. Not intentionally. <laughs> I remember back in like the, I know it was because of his like bike accident, but like that rivals era where all the awkward voiceovers would come in, where they would show him from behind. I mean, they still talking. do it now, man. Like it's gotten a little bit better. But there's yeah, but that, that that's actually, I mean, you, you'll, you'll notice that in almost any reality show where you'll sure. get the wider shot where you can't make out their lips so they can like Frankenstein clips together just to make the show snappier. Yeah. Part of it's also like they've changed the name of a lot of these seasons, so they have, they have to green screen. Oh, yeah, the actual name of the season, like World of the Worlds but 2 was Bloody yeah. Hell, Total and Madness, Total Madness Battle for Independence, and they switched it around. That's also why they went with the generic challenge letter, so that if they changed their mind, they didn't have branding with all the yeah. season stuff like it used to be. So cool, I'm excited. All have right. you been excited for a season that looks like it's going to be this good in a while? No, Western it's been a while. Street. It's warm weather, warm weather season two, which is great. We're not like yeah. in the middle of darkness. I, th- I feel like that was one of the very one of the very first times I came on this show. I think that was my number one thing that needs to happen. 
to have a good challenge season. Hot weather. Man, we need people in swimsuits by the pool. Yeah, babes and bikinis is what we want. I mean, I, I think we were all more excited for All-Stars 3 when it was going on than this season, but I think this season is probably right beneath it. So I, I think that this season has a lot of potential, and I think we're headed in the right direction. I don't think there's really any any reason for doubt right now. I think it's pretty close in this in All-Stars 3. I think there's just a lot of firepower on this cast. Yeah, All-Stars 3, we were so jazzed when we got that cast. I mean, we were just pumped to the gills when we got that cast. So, you know, there's a little less excitement for me on this cast, but I think the quality of these episodes were so good that I cannot wait for the next one to drop. I'm with you. When do these actually release? So when's the soonest Tuesday at like 2 in the morning? Oh, is really? That right. So, so I can watch our Wednesday, Wednesday can watch two in the morning. morning. It's Wednesday two in the morning is Wednesday when they drop. Okay. Eastern. Uh, Central. So Wednesday. So it would be like four in the morning for Pat. <laughs> central time isn't a real fucking time zone. Yeah, it's that's, God's that's time. The thing with you guys, man. The fact that you guys go by Central time is unbelievable. It's God's time. That blows my mind. It's ridiculous. There's a reason that people don't give a shit about flyover country because it's all in fucking Central time. Yeah. Hey, man. Late night show start at 1030. It's great. Like it's, it's oh, not listen, I'm not by... saying it's a bad time zone to live in. Although if you're going to be if you're going to live like in the nothingness of central time, why wouldn't you just live on the West Coast? I mean, you have to pay West Coast taxes. So who cares? <laughs> live really on expensive. The West, West Coast taxes make up for West Coast weather. Like, let's be real here. OK, Devin, you're well, in San Diego, Diego, right? Decent weather in central time zone. Living the decent living weather the in central time zone. Austin at the bottom of it. You can yeah, Austin's in Central Time Zone. Um, I, I joke that where I live is the armpit of heat of America because it's just humid and stinky in the summertime. You're, it's, it's awful. See, I, I'm the type of person where, like, I want 95 plus weather. If I can't walk off my shirt off comfortably, I, but I'm see, not. Central Time does have Chicago, and Chicago in the summer is awesome. Get that wind yeah, off the that's lake. Too cold for me. I, give me the heat. Devin, you're okay. in San Diego. Yeah, living on the West Coast is incredible. Uh, especially when it comes to sports, because for football season, you wake up and games are pretty much starting right away. There's no like amount of time that you have to wait. And then you just have, and then you have football all day. I mean, London, I mean, London games are starting at like six in the morning. So if you're an early bird, it's right up your alley. Yeah. I would imagine too, for college football season, like you wake up for game day and it's 7 a.m. You get that 9 a.m. kickoff and then you get the Pac-12 game at 7 p.m. Like, that's a great day of football. And you can do stuff after sports is on on the West Coast. Yep. And I mean, I don't even really care about the sports. I mean, I lived in the mountain time zone. It was awesome for sports as well. But out of 365 days a year, Devin, in San Diego, what is it nice? 355 of them? I mean, I was outside playing volleyball pretty much most of the day yesterday, and I ran like seven and a half miles before that. So... While a lot of people are inside pretty much escaping the cold weather, it's, I don't know, you can't really beat it. I don't yeah, know and the one time I'm in San Diego and I hang out with Devin, it's freezing fucking cold. The wind was like crazy that day too. It's like, I where is this weather you talk about? It's cold. I might yeah. as well be home. I just got, I went to Vegas last month and I landed in Vegas. It was colder in Vegas than it was where I live when I left. Wow. I, um, yeah, so I was in the Pacific Northwest not like a week ago and i would say that is not the same west coast weather no that's like vancouver weather 
Yeah, it's it's not fun. Wet, like cold, and dark. 40, Forty-five degrees, wet, cold, and dark, with like a little ray of sunlight that sneaks out at twelve or twelve noon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I live in the slightly colder Seattle, so that's Ugh. exactly what we get here all the time. I don't know. I can't do that. I need some sun. You ended up going to Las Vegas, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We we had one. So we were. Uh, was that your first Seattle. time, Rob? Uh, it was, it was a good time. So we were going to Seattle, and my friends were texting me like, "All right, what are we going to do in Seattle?" And one of my friends says, "I found the best thing to do in Seattle," and he messaged eighty dollars round trip tickets to Vegas for two days in Seattle. <laughs> and that, that was his best thing to do there. Uh, so we, we we flew out at two in the morning on a Friday to go to Vegas, and we went had a show that we were going to that night at seven. So it was a long two days. Uh, I went over like I went like fifty k steps. I think the Friday and then forty k the next day. So it was a long day. Where did you stay? Like I'm very curious now. Where did you stay in Vegas? We stayed at the Mirage. Yeah, it was nice. Uh-huh. The hotels were cheap too. It's just that they all, they take all your money from gambling and those flapper women who try to take pictures with you. If you want the like the cheapest place to stay, you can stay at the Link, which is like twenty bucks a night. Is it on the Strip? Off strip. It is, yeah. Oh, it is on the Strip. Well, it's you it, can go there. It's, it's just like behind. behind the it's strip. just behind the Aria. Okay, that's where I stayed was the Aria when I went. So yeah, okay. that's where I it wasn't. The Mirage was not expensive. It was like two ten. For us and it was a nice room uh but I, uh, to everything else is pretty expensive how rough is the link it's like compared to like some of the extravagance of some of the other ones like it has none but like if you want to go fucking play blackjack or craps have a cheap room and there's bars all around like it's it's fine and you can walk I mean, to the strip if it's literally behind the aria you're five minute walk from the strip and the yeah. little shuttle that can take you anywhere you want to go what were you gonna say rob but just like we we're only in the room to shower and sleep, right? Like we're not doing much up there. Yeah. So it was a nice room, but we didn't need it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, unless you're partying. Listen, unless you're doing a bunch of drugs, you don't really need a nice room in Vegas. And, and the thing is, is if you're not in your room, you're the one stay thing awake though anyway. was too, we had some issue happen at the hotel and an alarm went off at 1 30 in the morning <laughs> that for 30 to 40 minutes. And it, eventually it finally subsided and it said, oh, there was a minor incident. So we had to alert everybody, but it, that, that was not fun. Yeah, Man, Rob, these stories are just fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least tell the story like I did, where the hooker pro- proposed to me in the middle of the gaming room. You know, like come up with something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like ah, oh, the the doorknob was slightly ajar. It was uncomfortable. I thought it was a puzzle. I had a woman with bear claws try to offer me a Hummer, and I was like, "No thanks. I think you now should you be swatting salmon." Off, Trace, you were probably like, "Let's go." <laughs> no. <laughs> My wife's radar first... was pinging from Alabama at that moment. I guess like, there's no way. <laughs> if if your if your nails come this far off your finger, I want you nowhere near any of my genitalia. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Wolverine you, fashion. you can tell you can tell you're from Alabama, man. Just live a little. <laughs> I dropped enough money at the sports book that week. I was good. I don't think it would have been like too prohibitive in terms of your bank book. <laughs> hey, work paid for it. I'm good. So you get work cumbers. Perfect. So, all right. right we made Rob uncomfortable. So yeah, probably, it's probably it. time to wrap it up. If we've made, we've accomplished that check marks. It's the number one goal of every episode. Uh, thank you for listening to the challenge chronicles and the Pat Mayo experience. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a good week. Bye.